hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family. It feels so good to be back here. I kind of went blank for there for a second, but like I'm just reflecting because this is my third episode recording in like the past 24 hours with the most beautiful women in the world. How like, oh, how lucky am I? This episode of Fill Your Cup is so special as they all are, but I have a beautiful guest, my beautiful, beautiful soul sister, Amparo Flor. (laughs) (laughs) I have my beautiful soul sister here, Uh, me and Amparo. We met, um, geez, how long ago? Almost nine months ago, almost the full birth cycle. Geez, look at that. Um, We met at the beautiful event in San Diego, Creatrix Matrix, the quantum rebirth, death, resurrection weekend it was. Um, And we've just been living our own journeys, honestly, not really talking or connecting like daily, weekly, monthly even. But this past month, have connected back, have circled back as journeys as they all do in their own divine timing. And um, it's just been really beautiful to connect and see the evolution and to reflect to each other and to celebrate each other and to have just that that connection is so special. So I'm celebrating that even before we dive into the beautiful episode we have for you today. Hmm. And the energy here is really, really potent. Amparo is like a beautiful, beautiful just being. Her energy is so grounding. I literally had an, a headache before I jumped on here, jumped on the call, started talking. Headache is gone. We grounded into some beautiful energy together. I pulled some cards for us, for you guys to hear, for us to set this episode up. So I'm going to read them to you, and then I will hand the mic on over to my beautiful sister to share all of her magic, all of her beauty. So the cards I have pulled for you today, and of course, go over to the Fill Your Cup podcast and check those out so you can see the pictures. But we got Ace Manifestation people. This time right now, right here that we are in is so, so potent. And this card speaks so true to the journey that myself, I'm sure everyone has been on. If you've been doing that deep spiritual work, that Amparo especially, I want to reflect to you, girl, you have been on. I've been seeing you. I've been feeling you, but Ace Manifestation, that work that we have done has led us up to here and now, to being prepared for here and now, especially as a leader in this space, stepping forward and owning our truth, speaking our truth, radiating that truth from all areas. And I'm sure you can, we'll speak on this in the episode, but in my experience right now, it's not necessarily hard. We're just deepening into the work that we've already been doing. And this is just a manifestation of that. And the next card is going to be resurrection, crone resurrection. So deepening into this new space, right? This new world, we have to peel back a little more layers. We have to go within a little deeper. But as we go into that underworld, as we're shedding the layers, peeling back the layers, we still get to do it in radiance. We still get to do it in our light. We still get to dance through that darkness. We don't get, we don't have to stay stuck in that darkness anymore, which Amparo, again, her story shows so beautifully 
reflects so beautifully and which these cards were pulled and why they were pulled in her energy for, for us, for you guys to hear, that comes to balance. As you do the work, as you go into that internal work, you find that balance, you find that duality, you find that harmony within, you find that self-love, you find just that love, that compassion within, so you can radiate it without, again, an energy that sister you so beautifully hold and so you, you so beautifully radiate. And then the last card is that fool. That's that energy of just of joy, of dancing again in that darkness, in that life, moving through, moving through life in that frequency, in your own frequency. And again, of joy, of love, of everything you so beautifully embody, sister. And then the last card I have is the oracle card, the fifth ray of intellectual knowledge. And again, radiating your own beauty, even when everyone around you might not agree. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, I'm going to hand the mic right on over. It's my beautiful sister, Amparo, for her to share her magic, her story, whatever piece wants to flow through. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh my God, Queen, you are just like amazing. <laughs> Love you. first of all you're so amazing like you have this gift and I'm just like here listening to you I'm like okay this girl needs to be like on a radio station or on tv like I'm just like oh my god please keep talking oh my god I love you thank you <laughs> you're welcome but yes I'm so happy to be here so excited um when you reached out it was an absolute yes because I feel like um one, I wanted to connect with you and connect with everyone who, um, you know, you who are following you and who are following your podcast and all the wisdom that you throw. So mm. it's really nice to be, um, you know, it's really nice to connect with you. Um, but I'll tell you uh, a little bit about myself and my journey. So that way you understand, um, why I decided to do what I do and what type of work I currently do. Mm -hmm. um, so I was originally born in Mexico and at ages five, I came to the United States, but I crossed the border illegally. Mm -hmm. So for about 10 years, I was living in the States and uh, just a series of things happened to me as a kid. Um, you know, I didn't have my parents. My dad was never around. My mom was in another country. Um, I was sexually abused. I went through a lot of trauma and a, not, a lot of neglect as well, just because, um, you know, I didn't speak the language in that school. Like I went to Catholic school, so I was the only Hispanic person there. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, uh, everyone has their story and mine was uh, a chaotic upbringing. Mm. Um, so when I turned 15 years old, I went back to Mexico and I lived there for a couple of years. Um, and it just seemed like I had to go through so many traumatic experiences. Um, you know, I uh, was pregnant, lost the baby. Then the partner who I was with happened to die right in front of me. And, you know, I went through alcohol abuse and drugs and partied and there was just a lot of 
imbalance in my life. Mm. Um, but when I turned 21, I decided to come back to what I called my home, which that was here in the States. Um, so I decided to come back and then, you know, a couple of years later, my spiritual awakening happened and my entire life just flipped upside down. <laughs> as, like, it, as it does, right? Oh my yeah. God. As it does with any spiritual awakening. Oh. And I thought I had lived through so much already, but through my spiritual awakening, it was just like, it just kept coming. And um, I went through um, this path of, uh, I dived deep into Hinduism and meditation and yoga. And I found a new path that just cleared up my thoughts and started my healing journey. Um, little by little, I just isolated a lot. And I was with a very few um, amount of people, but those people were just such bright lights on my journey because mm -hmm. they guided me, they helped me, they supported me. Mm -hmm. And then one thing led to another. I um, started a jewelry business, which I work with gemstones. Mm -hmm. um, so crystals and gemstones are used throughout um, yoga and meditation and they have been believed for thousands of years to bring in healing energies or to enhance a certain energy. Um, so I opened up my business. It's a gemstone jewelry. Uh, and the purpose of it is through jewelry uh, to really inspire you to live a more purposeful life and to really bring the beauty out of you while you're wearing the jewelry piece but most importantly on the inside mm. um yeah so that's my baby i absolutely love it it's just uh, i love creating pieces that people get to wear that have such a meaningful intention and that not only the intention but the energies that bring to you um so i opened up that and then um, a year later, I actually became a coach and I was a self love coach. That's how it all started. Mm. Um, just because I was on my own journey of self love and really clearing up the things that I had gone through. There was a lot of forgiving that needed to happen within myself and with others. Um, so I really, for the next two or three years, I was on this journey of self-love, of deepening my self-love, of growing that confidence and really beginning to open up like that beautiful lotus in the water. Mm. Like that's how I felt those two or three years. It just felt like my petals were beginning to open more and more. And I was like, wow, like everything that I went through, like, I had to have gone through that for a reason, right? The, in my spiritual awakening, which was so um, impactful for me and what I thought was traumatic um, was really where I hit rock bottom. And that's what really forced me or, you know, inspired me mm. to really get out of it and to really go on the other side. Um, so yeah, I just felt like my, Petals began to open. I was like, I want to guide women who have been through so much trauma and so much wounds, and who I, you know, believe that this is the life that was handed to them. 
um, for them to understand that no, like we're ultimately creators of our own life. We are the creators of our own life. And just like you pulled that card manifestation, Mm. right? We manifest our life. We create it, we envision it and it happens and it unfolds before our eyes. And one of the things that I try to work a lot with is um, holding the power of my own mind and discovering the power that I have over my mind because once you can hone on that, you get to experience that day by day, moment by moment, segment by segment, you are creating your life. Mm. And what a beautiful way to be able to paint the landscape that you wish to see day to day. Mm. Right. So then, um, it, you know, as we all grow and as all we, we evolve, my business has grown and my business has evolved too. And, um, my jewelry business evolved into Reiki healing and then to the gemstones. And now I create only a few pieces that are very, very statement. Um, pieces that really bring out what you are wishing to express internally. Mm. So whatever energies and whatever intentions you have uh, that you wish to express through the world, I now create these pieces as forms of expression of those energies and those frequencies. Um, So yeah, I've, my business has also shifted and my coaching has shifted too. Now um, I, I guide leaders um, because I love, I believe that this is all a co-creation, right? Mm. Um, just how they learn from me, I learn from them. And I've learned to um, now guide um, women who are wanting to express their unique gifts through their businesses. Mm. So it's calling in leaders who, you know, run intentional business, a new way of running businesses through that divine feminine energy and express their unique gifts into the world, which are so needed right now. And what a beautiful way to have them be rewarded with that abundance, the Mm. overflow of money right? Like their gifts are so special to the world and they're so needed more now than ever. And I feel like as spiritual um, business leaders, sometimes we get caught in the, I can't make money because I'm a spiritual healer, or I shouldn't be asking money because, uh, you know, my gifts are meant to be priced at such a lower price. And for me, it's an energy exchange. It's the energy that you are putting out in the world as pure as it is, as so much love that you're putting into your creations, you should be able, you know, the universe wants you to be rewarded. The universe wants you to have a life of abundance. That was your birthright, Mm. right? And throughout our lives, we have these limiting beliefs that, um, or this programming that was given to us of, how dare you ask money? How dare you ask for abundance? How dare you want to do this? How dare you want to do that? And when we, get, when we begin to go on the path of co-creating with the universe and co-creating with God, we begin to discover like, wow, God wants me to have it all. And mm-hmm. I get to have it all. I get to have all these beautiful things. And 
um, yeah, that's a little bit of what I do. And yes. And right now, you know, the world is beginning to open up to the new way of mm -hmm. doing things. This new earth is welcoming in all those leaders who are creating with intention, with purpose, with love. And the universe is simply manifesting for them in this real world, what they are putting out into the world. And what a beautiful way to do that. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited about what's happening. Um, and a lot of women that I've come in contact with are a little worried about this period of stillness because they believe that we can't manifest, right? Mm. And that's just a belief that was um, very ingrained in our brains that you need to go out into the world to manifest when mm. in all reality, in all reality, it starts by you being still, by you being present, by you being connected to God and to that uh, flow and to be a channel for the flow to come through you, right? Mm. This is, this right now, this period of stillness and of just simply being is the most beautiful time for you to go within, to clear anything that does not need to be there mm. and to begin to manifest. Mm. And it's such a beautiful time because I've often caught myself you know, trying to distract myself with things, fill up my life, fill up my work with things and to avoid sitting down with myself and connecting to God. Mm. And I have found through, you know, this quarantine and everything that we're going on, I'm like, oh my God, I was distracting myself so much and trying to fill up myself with networking events and mm. reaching out for all these free things and coaching and coaching and coaching when the real work is internal. Yes. Yes. Oh, I felt that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, the real work is internal. The real work is sitting down. The real work is, um, opening yourself up to any shadows that mm. need to come through, any limiting beliefs, any um, programming that was there, and simply being aware of it. You know, mm. I feel like sometimes we go into, I need heal and I need heal, and really it's not meant to be that hard. Mm. Like, you know, I used to have this huge emotional, like, I used to have a, a wound with community. Because as a little girl, I was always alone and I, I had a group of friends, but I don't remember it being that like, um, strong. And because I bounced from country to country, like I always lost my friends. So the older I grew, I realized like, wow, I actually have a wound with other wo women. Mm. Snaps to that girl. Yes. Yes. I have a wound with women. I have a wound with community and you know, Either we, either we believe that we need to heal that wound for like months and months and months mm. or, or the new way of doing things is simply sitting down and saying, wow, 
I believe I have a wound and I don't want to be in that space anymore. So I'm going to start taking action on the opposite and I'm going to start putting myself in situations with other women, other powerful women. Oh my God. You're like yes. spitting so much magic. This, this yes. has gone into such a divine flow. Yes. And it doesn't have to be that hard. It's simply being aware of what came up for you and then saying, okay, God, I am ready. I am ready to welcome in a strong, powerful community. Give me the messages. What do I do? And then when you are in such a pure state, the messages just come through and it's like a woman reaches out 20 minutes later and it's like, do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So healing does not have to be this whole chaotic thing. <laughs> like if we are spiraling in the healing, we're going to be healing for fucking ever. Oh, fuck. Forever. And it's like simply like being, okay, I'm ready for this. I'm going to do it. And it's baby steps, right? It's like becoming a new you, becoming the higher you in the present moment. I feel like we're always chasing that higher you, that higher divine you. And we're always looking at her like it's something in the future. When if you just drop in the moment, it's like, okay, I'm ready to be this. And you're just simply embodying you're now that higher woman and your life is shifting day to day. And it's so magical to see that the woman you always envisioned being, you are now simply being now. Oh, oh my God. I'm melting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that is, um, and it, it's not just woman, right? Like, oh. I've always been so close to men and I've been fortunate enough to be surrounded, surrounded by divine masculine, by that man who is here to hold women. And the more we step into our power, the more we shine our light, the more we speak our truth, the more we embody our sensual, sexual, beautiful, divine light, who we are. Mm. It's like men are just like waiting for that to happen so they can too begin the process of healing and they can too begin to step up and co-create with us. Mm. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. So beautiful. It's, um, you know, I've always been, I've, I was Indian in my past life. And in this lifetime, I was with a partner who was, you know, Indian, but that's not the point. The point is that he introduced me to the Hindu community and in the Hindu community, there's all these goddesses. And one of the goddesses that I really look up to is, um, Lakshmi mm. and Lakshmi is the goddess of elegance she is the goddess of abundance and money. And like, when you see her, it's like this radiating, beautiful force. Mm. And like light is coming all around her. And she has these beautiful, like, um, flowers in her hands, like these beautiful lotuses. Mm. And then she's like in this beautiful dress and she's so feminine and she's so elegant. And then there's money all around her. And it's like this beautiful landscape. And it's like when us as women connect to that light, 
and, and it's not about the way you dress. It's not about what you look like. It's not about these things. It's about the light that you pull out within you mm. and shine into the world. And that right there will magnetize everything and anything you wish for because you're simply manifesting. You're vibrating at a such beautiful high frequency that everything is just like attracted to you. And it's like, wow. I am in a position of receiving, so I am ready for what's coming. Mm. That is magical, and that's so beautiful, and that's so needed right now in the world. Mm. So needed. (sighs) So needed, and that's my beautiful sister, Amparo. So you go hit her up right now if you need that uh, leadership upgrade, if you need that jewelry, that inner beauty upgrade, because shit, girl, you just transmitted like, oh my God, we were just in, like floating on a different planet together. I know you guys were there with me as well. Um, um, where do I start? Number one, thank you for thank going you. there with us. Thank you for sharing everything that you shared for the darkness, the light, the journey, just all of it. And the one thing that like the first thing that at the beginning of the conversation I wanted to reflect so deeply is like you navigated all that darkness at such like just at such a young age, like not being able to express, not being able to like know what the fuck's going on and went through that. And I know you know this, but I want to reflect like I can't, I wouldn't even know that in your energy now. Like you have done the work to alchemize it all where you found that inner light and I, that that's you, you know, there's, yeah, it's just so beautiful that you experience that pain, but speaking to you now, you bring so much peace, Mm. you bring so much presence, you bring so much healing. And so thank you for living your journey. Thank you for going through it and healing like you have. So you can share all of this with us because that goes just like directly into all of the other points that you've done. It's the internal work. It's facing the shadows. It's facing the trauma. It's looking at it. And it's not easy. It's going through the life, death, the rebirth, the life, death, the rebirth, all of it to keep coming to this fuller version of you, this more enlightened version of you, this more, like you were talking about the Lotus. I pulled the card Quan Yin uh, just to Mm. show you. I didn't like actually pull her, but like how beautiful, right? Sitting on her Lotus flower, just like, and I love that you use the flower because that just goes to the process of manifestation, goes to the process of evolution, goes to the process of anything is not rushing. A flower doesn't rush in all of her beauty. A flower has to root down first. A flower then has to start to grow the stem. The rose has to grow the fucking thorns at the same time and then has to like get all the way up to the bloom and then she has to bloom. But then even in her full birth, even in her full beauty, she might get chopped at the head again, Yeah. right? And like, she has to, to get back into that full birth, that full, beautiful essence. And you just like painted the most beautiful picture to all of these cards. Like everyone Mm -hmm. needs to go just like, look at the cards. I'm inviting you, but like telling you to do it. No, (laughs) Um, but like, seriously, you so painted the most beautiful, elegant, feminine picture, like of the cards as you were speaking of your own journey like 
And I know that was all over the place that I just spoke on it, but like you, thank you so much for sharing all that you did. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I really do want to touch on um, very quickly is, you know, when we go through these wounds, when we go through these traumas, when we go through these life situations in the moment, we don't see it this way, Mm -hmm. but when we begin to heal and we look back on them, they were gifts for us. They were gifts to us. They were gifted to us. One, because God knew that we were strong enough to handle it and to go through it. But our soul came in this lifetime for a purpose. And that was to grow and evolve and shine, right? Mm -hmm. So when we begin to see these situations as gifts, we up level so much and we're doing so much healing for our ancestors and for our future selves, right? For our future kids Mm. and grandkids, for the entire collective. And one of the things that I always tell people is none of us, absolutely not a single person in this world differ from the amount of power that we possess. It's only the, um, it's, like the only difference is the amount of power we realize we have and we use. Mm. So every single person has the same capabilities, has the same support, has the same amount of love within because they are supported by God and everything in nature. It's simply acknowledging this is the power that I have and now I get to use and then keep on going, wow, I had this power. Now I have this. Now I get to use it even more. Mm. So you know what's coming through right there. Can you maybe touch on or express like when you're going through that like darker time or you're like, okay, I get you're saying I have the power, but like, I don't see it. Right. But then you get that one step and you're like, okay, here's the power. How do you stay in that consistency? Does that make sense? I think so. So, um, you mean just, like, just like I, yeah, I, I know. I know. How can this, how can the, how can this come out? It's like, I know when I'm in that space of like just darkness, it's, it's hard for me. Like that consistency aspect, like to keep showing up, you know, mm. what are, what are like, I don't know, some things that, um, have helped you just to keep showing up like the crystals, like coming back to that or like those pieces like of, of your journey. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense, but. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So for me, it's about why are you doing it? Mm. Like the intention, the purpose as human beings, we get so caught up in our every day to day that we can easily fall off mm-hmm. and falling off is not a bad thing. We know that living in the shadow and doing the shadow work is such a beautiful thing because it's only going to bounce us back to the contrast of shining our light, mm. right? That's the beautiful thing about uh, duality. That's why we have duality in this lifetime because it's just mirroring back to where we truly want to be. Mm-hmm. So for me, anytime I get disconnected to my work, one, I surrender to the space that I'm at. And then two, I surrender to God mm-hmm. and I align myself with God. When I align myself with God, I am aligning myself to love. And when love is in my heart, it's only a matter of time for me to want to express that out into the world. 
So anytime I feel off with my work, with my coaching, with any human being, I ask myself, where am I off and where am I not connected? And where am I not loving? Who am I not loving? Wow, I'm not loving myself. So how can I love myself? Mm-hmm. By connecting to God because he loves me. Mm-hmm. And when I connect to that love, it's like, why am I doing the work that I'm doing? Oh, it's because of this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm back at it full force. Like, okay, let's make some jewelry. <laughs> right. I yeah. love that. And that's like goes back to the point you were speaking in your first beautiful transmission about... Um, in the moment alchemy, we don't have to sit in it. We get to choose it. We get to call it in and it's there for the taking. And that really is like, so, speaks so true to to me too, like that, that surrendering, you know, you feel stuck. Well, um, where can you go within and how this really wants to come out and how it really wants to say is like that manifestation, everything is a direct reflection. If your external reality is a reflection of your internal reality. So if again, like you said, something feels off or you're not vibing with the person or you start to like the word criticize wants to come out or blame somebody, blah, check it. Let's like go within first. Cause there's something deeper there. And maybe, um, speaking and whatever wants to come through on that that piece of self-love because for the month of April um, we're being really called to deepen into our being our heart and just nurture the shit out of ourselves like Mm -hmm. really go into that space Um, so yeah is there anything that wants to come through with that yeah I think one of the things it's so simple It sounds so simple, but it's the most impactful thing that has like shifted my life completely is you have to be willing to feel your way through life, Mm. not see your way through life or hear your way through life. You have to be willing to feel it Mm. when you feel it. You like when you tap into those feelings you are aligning yourself, you're recalibrating yourself, you're doing the internal work. And that's when only a matter of time until the external world matches what you have got going on inside. Mm -hmm. So if there is one thing that I ever tell people, feel your way through life. How are you feeling in this moment? Oh, you're feeling off? Okay, simple. What can you do to feel like you're turned on again? Mm, that is magic and so powerful because how many times do we ignore ourselves feeling shitty and then we just start to complain about it and then we start to resent other people and months and months down the road speaking from personal experience y'all it's like oh shit here I am ignoring the signs of like just going within that one time I could have avoided all of this and you know thank God I know now, look at the lessons I've learned, not, not beating myself up and judging myself in that moment. But that is so powerful. And it speaks really, really so powerfully true to you. Because again, I just felt you have done so much work to get to this point where like, you're so open that you radiate that energy so that I felt that. I literally felt <laughs> your energy call me when I came in. And that is like, if I could also share anything from my experience, like getting out of that mind space and thinking and seeing because that's the logical shit, right? That's the brain, that's the ego. 
and taking a deep breath, closing your eyes. I mean, you can see me with my eyes closed all the time with my hand on my heart, feeling mm-hmm. into my body. What feels off? What feels tight? What's tense? What doesn't feel good? And as an athlete, from my experience, it's just like, I always pushed through the pain. I always did this. I had to, you know, show up to do the next thing. So it's been like, it's been tough and it's been an experience for me to slow down and get to this mm-hmm. point. And that's the journey in itself. Like, I feel like uh, for me, a lot of what I got stuck on, it's like, well, there has to be this big like work and this big transformation. And I have to like dive all the way deep to like get there and, you know, like feel it. And Diving all the way deep down to the root is absolutely part of the journey. But if you're just starting out, just feeling and being honest with yourself and just being honest that it doesn't feel good and that something needs to change and something you said that came up when you were talking is opening your perception, just opening up your perception and awareness. And that's something else that came through for April Mm -hmm. um, was big, just being, you know, holding that safe space for yourself to, to be okay. Yeah. Behold yourself. Yeah. Yes. It's like we, um, it's time that we as human beings love ourselves and nurture Mm. ourselves and take care of ourselves because we can only give so much of what we give to ourselves. Right. And that's such a cliche thing, but it's so true. The more I love myself, the more in love I am with my partner, the Mm. more I, you know, parent myself and nurture myself and take care of myself, the more I can nurture and parent, like help my mom and guide her. Right. Mm. Because we're so quick to jump in and want to put a bandaid on anyone's wound Mm. when people simply need space to just allow themselves to express themselves And when we allow ourselves to do that, when we take care of ourselves and when we hear our little needs, we can give that to the world. And yes, it's so like simple, but it's so magical and it's life changing. You know, when I started taking care of myself and loving myself and when I didn't force my beliefs or try to fix my family, my Mm. entire relationship with them changed, you know. My mom started calling me. She started telling me she loved me simply because I showed love to her and I told love to her. I said, I love you. Mm. And I didn't force her to say it to me. She just, it just naturally came to her. And that's the power of what we get to give to the collective, not by telling them what to do, by showing them. And then it just, it's a ripple effect. And these little tiny ripple effects create these huge, massive waves out into the collective. And that is what we're here to do. Love and connection is what our soul came here to do. Love and connection. Oh my gosh. So powerful. And like, I feel like a guy orgasm. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I've been moaning the whole episode, so whatever. Wow. <laughs> like, damn, that was good. Energetic <laughs> orgasms, people. And that's like literally what happens when you open yourself up to be that clear channel. I had a sister say yesterday, she's like, just showing up to be the commitment, which is showing mm-hmm. up and then letting it flow through you, which goes back to the masculine and feminine energy and finding that balance and you know what um the first thing that I just really am so ready to like say or wants to come out is like 
we're being forced into this time to stop, to nurture ourselves, to like say like, whoa, like I've been working my fucking ass off and I haven't taken a second to stop and like see what's going on and to actually nurture my heart, to actually cook myself a nurturing meal. Like I can't tell you guys, and I work from home and I do my own thing. It's not like I'm out at a nine to five, but even wrapped up like in all of the go, 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 like how much I've been able to cook the past like couple of like weeks and like, whoa, like why haven't I been creating space for that? Um, so really, Imparo is like spot the fuck on this time, especially like, and on a deeper level as a leader, um, really as a leader at this time, being called forward to nurture yourself. That's what this whole ep- uh, podcast title is about. Fill your cup. You have to create that space for yourself so that you know, you're know you nourished, you're filled, your heart is filled, you're serving from that full heart. Because when you radiate from that full heart, again, that's man- manifestation, you're attracting it back. And, you know, one thing that I really want to dive into or just touch on however it wants to come through is that fixing piece. I love that that came up, putting a Band-Aid on it, just fixing it, um, because that's not going to fix anything. That's just going to bring you right back, keep you in the spiraled loop of like, wait, what the fuck? Why am I back here? Um, I don't know. Anything else that wants to come through on that that you want to speak on? Because I think right now that is what a lot of people are coming face to face with and being forced with like, well, how do I fix this? Well, how do I fix? Well, how do I do? Well, how do I do, do, do? Instead of sitting back, surrendering, receiving the support to flow, to trust that it's all good. Yes. One of the things I've been reading this magical book, but one of the things that I realized what the book was trying to say is that a true spiritual leader leads from the heart because and when they are so connected to God. So when you go day to day with other human beings, look for the love within their heart from a higher space. Mm. Right? Because when we are just looking for the little things in other people and when we're not connected to God and when we're not looking from that um, frequency into other people, Mm. we can get so lost in wanting to fix people. We're not here to fix anyone. We are not here to fix anyone and no one needs fixed, right? They, Mm. we just need guidance to that light. But when we can get out of our own way and look into the other person and into their heart and know that they carry the same exact things that we carry within, right? We, it's so much easier for us to navigate with people. It was for me with my family. Mm. When I tried to fix them, it was just me hitting a bunch of like Mm. blocks and a lot, like I just like would go against the wall and then bounce back. Mm -hmm. And when I realized like, wow, what, how would God look at this person? And when I came to that space of like, I want to look at my family the way God looks at them. Oh, it was life changing for me. It was life changing for me because I was like, who am I to judge them? Who am I to want to fix them? Like God would not want to fix them. God would not want to judge them. God only sees them as that pure light that they are. 
Mm. And when I started seeing my mom that way, when I started seeing my family that way, when I started seeing people that way, oh my God, it was like just life changing, Mm. life changing. Thank you for sharing that. That's like, that's so beautiful. That's like that Christ consciousness perspective, like just that open compassion, that open heart, that open this love. And I really want to celebrate you because it's not fucking easy to do that with family at all. It's like, it's like you're flipping the script on them without being like, I'm doing this better than you. It's like, you have to be the parent and you, right? I know that makes sense. It's like, but in this way of not being the parent, just like releasing, stepping back, I don't have to fix anything focusing more on yourself than anything, focusing on how when they say something, does it trigger you? Like, how does that make you feel? And instead of reacting to them, going within and being that own parent, that loving space for yourself. Yes. Yeah. That's how that helps me. Cause I, I feel you girl. I've been on that. It's still in that journey. It's still <laughs> yeah. like deep in that journey. Always and it's, well. it's, it's hard. I feel like for, um, for light workers and leaders and us women, men, whoever, you know, um, stepping out into this world of spirituality and our parents might not agree with it. I mean, I come from a Catholic upbringing, so it's not like, I mean, I, I went to church every Sunday, you know, all of that. It's not like they think I'm the devil stepping into this, but they're also don't agree necessarily agree at all or don't you know understand and so I can spend my energy and take away my energy from my own manifestations trying to fix them however two things that takes away from my own journey that takes away energy from focusing on what I actually desire in my manifestations you can't have split energy right or else it's good it, it, the manifestation will come true but it, it'll take a lot fucking longer yeah and the second part that really wanted to come through for anybody your parents anybody you're experiencing this trying to fix or whatever you're taking away from their journey they need to learn. They need to learn. You stepping away is going to create the space for them to look at their own shit and be like, oh my God. Like, I can't tell you how many times the past two weeks my dad has called to like tell me something like, have you done this? Have you done this? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, get off my case, man, just because you're at home, not looking at your own shit, you know, not at whatever. Like, you don't have to be like so up in my grill. I don't say that to him, but like, that's what's going on. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, just thank you so much for sharing that. That was really healing for me to be able to express all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I know this was such a beautiful, beautiful, like everything you just said right now too. I was, oh my God, I was getting chills. Mm. Yes. Oh, thank you, sister. Yeah, this was a beautiful conversation and, you know, it it seems to be complete. It feels complete Mm. to me. Um, one thing, two things I want to ask before um, you give us all of your information of where you can, um, we, we can find you, which is like one of my two questions, mm-hmm. um, is going to be, you're, you're all into the crystals, into the gemstones, into all that jazz right now for the month of April, or even like, you know, you can take a deep breath into that, or even just for heart, healing your heart, just into that. Mm. What crystals do you recommend? Oh, girl, 
So rose quartz for sure. Rose quartz is just a stone of unconditional love. Yes. yes I yes. brought it into our conversation today because I knew we were talking. I was like, I got my rose quartz with me. Yes. 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 And then a super helpful tip. So the rose quartz, um, does it doesn't have mercury, so it doesn't have any type of uh, lithium or anything in it. It's not toxic. So And it doesn't chip. So you can actually do water elixirs. So you can grab water, put your rose quartz, obviously you want to wash your rose quartz, put it in the water, leave it, leave it in the water under the sun for a couple of hours, and it's purifying your water and charging it with love. So as you're drinking, because we are made of water mostly, right? As you're drinking it, you're actually drinking in love and intention and you're charging yourself. Yeah. So rose quartz for sure. Another crystal that I would um, do is um, aquamarine. Mm. Aquamarine is a beautiful crystal that is associated with the heart. And um, it's called the sapphire of the sea. And water right now just seems to be super present. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have people go in water or bathe in a lot of water, be in a lot of water, because that's how you can cleanse yourself and charge yourself back up with everything that's going on, such heavy and dense energy. Um, And then there's a really beautiful crystal too that's called malachite. Mm -hmm. And it's the heart expander. Um, those three crystals are for sure, um, the go-tos for right now. Oh, thank Mm -hmm. you so much. (laughs) I only knew about rose quartz, had no idea about drinking my own charged love Mm -hmm. water. So definitely going to do that. Um, yeah, thank you for sharing. That's beautiful. And, um, you know, where can everyone go ahead and like, go find you, go stalk you, go dive into your magic. Yeah. So you can find me on Facebook um, under my name, Amparo Rojas, Mm. or you can go on my Instagram, Warn Intentions. So that's W-O-R-N, Warn Intentions. Um, And then usually on my Instagram, I'm kind of active on giving tips um, about crystals, how to heal yourself at home. Like you don't have to pay anything. Like if you have crystals at home, uh, just last night I shared about like a crystal bath. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, so warn intentions on my Instagram, warn intentions on my Facebook or my personal Facebook, uh, which is Amparo Rojas. Um, and then my website is warnintentions.com. So many places to go just (laughs) dive into your magic. No, that's amazing. I'll make sure everything is linked up in the show notes so you can just click on over, go find her. And, um, Sister, this was absolutely quantum magic. I am so grateful for this space with you. Um, Thank you for stepping forward and sharing with us today. Thank you so much. I love you, babe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm, I love you.